Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are so glad to have you today. If you would, hit that like, subscribe button, whatever those buttons are down there, smash those. Have you ever been informed at the last minute that mama is going out of town and now you, dad, is in charge of the kids? It could be a little bit uncomfortable, right, if you're not prepared for that situation? It's uncomfortable if I am prepared. It's, it's uncomfortable thinking about it, you know, just just knowing that, that she's leaving. So we've got a special guest today, and Brandon will get into that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and let Obi open us up in prayer. Absolutely. Lord, we thank you so much uh, for loving us, for watching over us. Um, we thank you for our families. Lord, we just pray that you will... Watch over them, keep them healthy, Lord. Uh, Lord, we thank you so much for this platform, and we thank you for um, for the the opportunity that it gives us to to spread the good news and to just do some kingdom work for you and glorify you with everything that we do and say on this on this platform. Um, Lord, we just pray for the world right now. We know there's a lot of sickness and division going on. We just pray that you would. Uh, bridge that divide, and Lord, we pray you would heal um, the sick and and give peace to the families uh, that have been impacted by it. Lord, we thank you for your son. Uh, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins, and um, we just thank you for your forgiveness and your grace, and we love you so much, and just ask you to be with us for the rest of this week in this podcast. Amen. Amen. So, guys, I am stoked to lay the groundwork for our awesome guest today this client of ours from uh, another one of our businesses that we've connected with uh, a while ago uh, has become one of my favorite personalities i don't even think i've told him that yet so for those of you who don't know i spend a lot of time and so does my business partner nate in the world of social media and it can be like a uh, shark tank but it also has a lot of blessings if you look for the right thing so want to tell you a little bit about our guest today, and then I'll introduce him by name. Um, he is definitely a proud father, a God-fearing man. And as I was researching him, do a little digging on him, one of the things that jumped out to me on his Twitter feed as his header, so to speak, uh, he has ha-ha and hallelujah. And when I tell you that the guy is, his humor just cracks me up, but it's always geared around how I can be a God-fearing man, even if it's from an angle that most of us don't look like, uh, look at. I love that. He also mentions he's a professional husband and dad. Nice. So uh, he I may like not it. have been alarmed by the fact that, uh, you know, wife was going out of town. He was probably le like, let's go. I'm a professional husband. I'm yep. ready to do this. So we'll get into some of the other cool things that uh, I'm really – appreciative of of this guest but joe lopez is joining us today he resides in arizona uh, we connect directly and indirectly through social media often joel how are you this morning and uh, great to have you brother hey good morning thanks so much for having me on that that's quite the intro i appreciate that yes sir so joe you know i told you we are laid back here and obviously it's the uncomfortable truth and our walk with the lord and things we've learned uh 
we'll kind of take this all over the place. But first, why don't you just tell us a little bit about, you know, you, what, what makes you, you today, your, your family, things you're passionate about, what you enjoy doing. And we'll start piggybacking off of that. Yeah. Um, I always think about that cause I'm not, I'm not, a you know, like some, everybody kind of, kind of has a thing like the, the Twitter for me, was just kind of something to, to mess around with, uh-huh. uh, um, there was, I, I liked, I liked listening to podcasts. And so, um, you know, Joe Rogan was, was pretty popular. He had, uh, Hotep Jesus on who I had kind of followed along on, on Twitter. And he said how, how cool Twitter was. And then, you know, I'm grown, I got a family and, you know, I don't really have time. I, you know, I never tweeted or anything, uh-huh. but you know, he said how cool it was. And, you know, I was like, all right, let me, I like this guy. He's, he's, you know, he's funny. He has some interesting things to talk about. So let me see what this is about. And so I kind of started posting some things, but then I found uh, coach Joe Hart mm-hmm. and, and flipping. And it was like, wow, like this guy just showed me how to make some, some money online and being a W2 guy, you know, that was, that was helpful. Cause it's like, you know, I got kids and stuff like that. So I was like, Oh, there's extra money coming in and here's another way to make some money outside of it. And I think coach Joe Hart opened me up to, Nate and you and then it was like oh wow like look at I'm like and, and I, I would communicate with coach Joe Hart uh-huh. and it was like here's this guy all the way in New Jersey and then I met you know you and Nate it's like oh I'm, I'm connecting with the Texas boys and it, it kind of like it's like hey this thing is is uh is pretty cool to kind of use to connect with people and I had, I had always had the idea that I wanted to do a podcast uh-huh. um and but it was like well you know, I, I figured it'd be like, Hey, it'd be people who I talk to locally. That that's kind of what I had in, in my, in mind. Um, but through social media and, and well, Twitter, really, that's the only place where I'm, where I'm really at. I started connecting with all these people and it was, you know, I would, I would, you know, mess with them online and say, Oh, this person's kind of fun to talk to. So, you know, I'd invite them on the podcast. I ha- I've had Brandon on the podcast. I just recorded with, with Nate, mm-hmm. um, last week. So it's, it's, it's opened up a lot of opportunities, uh, that way. So, so I really am thankful for it. You know, they say that social media is toxic and just like anything, it, you know, it is what you, what you make of it. Um, and then as far as like uh, my, my spiritual journey, um, you know, my, my, my grandfather, he is, he is my hero. He was the one that decided that, you know, he was going to give his life to Christ and he, you know, left, left that life behind that he had before. And, you know, he passed on the faith, to my dad and my dad, you know, pass it on to me. And now I am doing that for, for my kids. But, but I also think that because of the way I grew up and the family that I grew up in, it kept, kept me away from a lot of, a lot of heartache from making a lot of mistakes, but also a lot of blessings. Uh, I just, just due to the fact that the family that I was born into, it was nothing that I did. It's nothing that I deserved or earned. It was just because you, you look around on social media or, you know, people outside and it's like, well, why are they like that? And so I have to kind of take a step back and be like, well, you know, they didn't have the opportunity to grow up in the family that you grew up in. So maybe, maybe be aware of that a little bit. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Joel, I was, we'll kind of connect some dots here, you know, your humor. And when we interact personally, mm-hmm. you know, the humor that you put out on Twitter, you say some things that I might not would say. And I mean mm-hmm. that as a compliment. Yeah, but, I understand uh, what you're saying. But you put uh, you put on there uh, something about not for church, so to speak. And uh-huh. I was curious, you know, how you look at, you know, when you 
when you say some things like that, I see your humor. I know you. I love it because mm-hmm. you're basically saying, and the way I take it, please tell me if I'm wrong, is, hey, we're all sinners. It's mm-hmm. okay to have fun as long as it's in the right frame of mind and, you know, we're honoring the Lord. And to me, you're always doing that and are trying to and the things right. that you say. So I know recently you, you tweeted something that said, uh, God, family, country, football, jokes, guns, steak, and barbecue. Right, that's a good list, bro. I was like, is he from Texas? <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe you should move here. <laughs> I've had that conversation so many times. Like, man, I, I really should be like an SEC country or Texas. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll take you, man. Yeah, come on. Uh, so, you know, I just, I'm curious, how does your faith, you know, intertwine with your day-to-day? Because as you and I know, Twitter that's one piece of our life, mm-hmm. but it's not the day-to-day interaction. But it also, I don't know if you're like me, but I've had the blessing to be able to share my faith directly and indirectly through social media because of how we use it. Mm-hmm. Have you had any of those experiences or conversations because you're not ashamed to say you love God? Uh, on, on, so I'm glad you bring that up because that's something I, I think about. Because I, I definitely think I, I push the envelope on some of the things that I say and the way that I say it, like I, I say on my bio, not suitable for church. Cause, cause it, you know, the churches that I had been a part of, you know, you, you have, you have the way people act at church. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, I've been in the football locker room and the football locker room was a lot more fun than going to church because <laughs> people were just honest if they had something to say about you, if they wanted to make fun of you and, you know, and ball bust, uh-huh. like they did that. And I enjoyed that. It was just, it was very, you know, authentic. And I, and I felt like in church that, that you don't really get a lot of, a lot of that place. And it's like, I guess maybe that's kind of where, where I'm at. It's like, Hey, I like, I like people who I can, you know, Hey, let's, you know, we can, we can encourage each other. We can uh, support each other, but we all co- also can joke and, and and you know and tease each other and because I, li- I like i like doing that so there's there's a part of me that's like hey i hope people understand that if i'm making fun of somebody or something like i'm not you know maybe maybe not to take it as a put down but i'm just trying to i'm just trying to find the humor in something and then and then go from there so it really is just kind of a outlet for me to do that but it is something that i think about it's like hey like how are people gonna how are people gonna take this i hope they don't take offense but I also like, I'm not afraid to offend either because some things you, you need to be offended. So I think about that. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but Hey, I, you know, my, my heart is, is for God. So hopefully people can see that too. Joel, I think what you're saying there, and I, I think every one of us in this room is nodding when you're talking, um, being that if you're listening, Joel is joining us remotely, so we can't actually see each other, but so growing up in the South, Joel, um, we feel, feel exactly what, what you're talking about there. When we get around realness and authentic, authenticness, it, it brings us in versus sometimes what we saw in the church growing up. Um, the church is a place for sinners. It's a place to be raw with other people, but I think there, there are times that we turn that church into a place where we feel we, like we have to walk in with everything together. And then when we feel like we have to walk in with everything together, that's when the outside world says, oh, there are a bunch of hypocrites in there. Well, 
yeah, I'm a hypocrite because I'm a sinner. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. But if I'm pretending if I'm pretending that everything is together and everybody in that in that building is pretending everything together, then we're not doing it right because we are all sinners. We are all messed up. We are all there if if there's a problem, somebody in that church has had it. Mm-hmm. Um I want to dive in a little bit to your 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 Twitter bio or what Brandon said said your professional husband. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you put that on your bio uh, I'm going to ask you to back it up. What are you doing <laughs> to be a professional husband? You know what? That's just a joke. It was, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what that was. It I was love like, because, um, even my Twitter handle, the real Joel Lopez, it started because, um, I think when Twitter came out, like that's what like the celebrities were doing or something uh-huh. like that, like the, like the athletes or whatever and so that was a joke it's like oh i'm joel i'm the real joel lopez so don't confuse me with like the celebrity so that, that's all that's all that was it's just a joke i like that. that's funny well uh, what i like is that there's humor it seems like to me there's underlying humor in in just about everything uh that you're posting on twitter maybe not everything but uh mm-hmm. to me the you just just based off of our you know conversation that we've had here in the beginning, to me, the not for church is is humor. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, because uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it church should be that way, right? You know, church should mm-hmm. be where we can go and be authentic. Um, I'm I, I just started a book last night that I know Shane has read called Wild at Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I I started it. Started it. Yeah. Okay. I'll, most books that I've read. We're started. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I, I'm on page 12, so okay. I was about to fall asleep after that. Um, you know, it's uh, the, the, obviously, you know, it's talking to the, the whole book's about men pretty much and um, just what's at the heart of men, what makes us who we are. You know, in the first 12 pages, talks a lot about masculinity, uh, talks a lot about how God designed men. And then how the church has uh, completely changed that definition mm-hmm. of of how men are sub- the characteristics of masculinity, and uh, it's just it's just it, that's that's what this kind of made me think about. Not for church, yep. it's for church. You know, I mean, it, it, this this authentic um, version of how God designed men. Um, you know, it, it's it's escaping the church. It's it's I guess it's it's not a surprise right. because it seems like all it seems like so many different things um, you know are not for church that should be. Yeah. You yes. know? Uh, so that that that's interesting to me. You know, just um, you know how how you throw that in there, just because it 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 absolutely can create some some thought provoking you know things in, in in your mind if you're if you get the humor in yeah. it. You know, no doubt. So yeah, I'm not for everybody, but it, yeah, so it's not not suitable for church, and that was just kind of the play on the not suitable for for work. You uh-huh. know, it's like the NSFW, and yep. so you know, I'll use some language on there that for sure, you know, you wouldn't say in church, and that's kind of par- part of it. But you know, the thing is that I would, I would hope that people would understand that that that's what my heart is. But also, like you know, I I coached I coached and I played football. That was like a big part of me, and it was like you got to be a different a different person. Like when I coached football at like at practice, you know, I would say things that I normally wouldn't wouldn't say because it, it kind of brought something out of me. And and the wild at heart, you know, I, I read that book and it was like, yeah, if, 
you know, I sit at a desk all day and, you know, punch on a computer. And right. so it's like, when, when, when do you, when do you feel alive? Well, I really, I really, I really like, I really like joking with people because that's fun, right? Like when you laugh with somebody, there's just something like, Hey, this is just something that me and you are sharing. This is really, this is really cool. And it's, 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 it's genuine, right? If you make fun of me, like I can enjoy that, that too. It's, it's like, well, that, that is, that is real in a, in a, in a time where, you know, everything is behind a screen or, you know, you're just watching movies. It's, it, I think it, you know, and especially just because people have been so isolated too, it's like, man, it makes, it, it's nice to see somebody's face and see them laugh and to laugh. Absolutely. With them. And so, yes. yeah. That positivity. Um, when you, when you laugh with somebody, you're experiencing an emotion that the Lord designed us mm-hmm. to feel and to experience together. Right. Joy. And the, and the mm-hmm. same thing, like you go on a deeper level when you laugh with somebody, when you cry with somebody, you go on a different level. And I think, Joel, I'm hearing you say, like, where is it that we get back to real? Where we're mm-hmm. real with others and real with people. Has there been experiences in your life recently where you've shared those moments with other people? And and tell us about that if there is. As far as just being real real and authentic? Yeah, real and authentic, growing deep relationships, uh, starting maybe with a laugh or, or something like that. Um, I, I think... I think, you know, it's, it's kind of weird to say, cause I'm, I'm almost 40 and, uh, to be on social media, it's like, it's kind of strange, man. You're a grown man on social media, but, um, <laughs> yeah. I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is, it is really weird. Right. It's like, Oh, you like, I had, I had a meetup. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, follow Tyler Tote, but I, he's a uh, fitness and faith. Yep. And he came, he came out, uh, out this way. And I met, I met him in person. That was like the first time I've, I'd ever met somebody from, uh, you know, online to real life. And it's just like, dude, like you met someone online and you met them. Like if you would have told me that like 10 years ago that I had, yes. had done that, I'd be like, dude, you're a nerd. I'm like, what, like, <laughs> well, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> so Joel, I've had that same opportunity to, to meet many of our connections on Twitter as I'm, you know, traveling, I'll try to just see who's there. A lot of them are clients. Tell me if what your thoughts are on this and if you've experienced this. So like when you met Tyler, when I've met many of our connections on Twitter, because it, this is going to sound strange, but social media is what you make it. And because there has been so much deep interaction with those people I'm willing to meet and they're willing to meet me and you meet them in person it's like you've got all the other weird stuff out of the way and you are who you are so far from my experiences. How was that with a uh, meeting up with Tyler? I would say that that's exactly how it is. Um, because <clears throat> like I put out what I put out, he puts out what he puts out. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's, there's no like, Hey, you said this thing and I'm not really so sure, but it's like, no, I'm, I, 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 you're basically kind of posting your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like when you've, I think when you follow somebody on on this platform anyway you're you're, you're kind of taking a little peek into their brain which is kind of kind of strange to think about but it kind of is like hey they had this this thought they kind of you know wrote it down and then shot it off into you know the the world wide webs mm-hmm. and you're reading it and you're like hey that's I kind of like that or you know I'm that that kind of put up some emotion in me or, or something. So it's like, yeah, all that weirdness. It, that's exactly it. It was like, oh, this is really one of the coolest experiences I've ever had is, is meeting somebody. I'm like, I'd like to, I'd like to meet a few more folks, mm-hmm. you know, that that's kind of how my, my takeaway from it. And I'm actually going to meet up with, uh, 
with Tyler uh, next month because he's doing kind of like a, a retreat. Yep. Because yep. he's putting that together and mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, that's the homie. Like, I like Tyler. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to go. I want to go hang out with him. Absolutely. So for the for my other two guys sitting here, I haven't told them this, but what you just said. So there's a couple of guys in the space that we're in um, in Twitter that profess their love for Jesus. Shout it from the rooftops. Uh, Tyler's one of them. Another one, Zach Hommel. And they've started doing these men's retreats to where basically you meet up at a, you know, Colorado, Arizona, and you spend three, four, five days really honing in on mental, physical, spiritual, emotional. And what, and I, Joel, you probably know some of the guys that have come back from some of those trips as I do. What you see is, and I think this goes back not suitable for church is, you know, I think about when Jesus walked with his disciples. I don't believe it was some rigid army-like regimen. I I literally see, like, the disciples, like, cup-checking each other, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, popping each other (laughs) on the back of the head, you know, and loving Jesus and trying to figure it out all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And not that we should be cup-checking at church. I'm not condoning that. But what I'm getting out, what I'm getting at is... We're so, and I'm guilty of this, we're so rigid when we walk into church because of this appearance that we forget what fostered our growth in Christ the most, which is authenticity and vulnerability. Uh, it's, it's a great topic. Uh, you know, it, I mean, very much so. It, it, you're, you couldn't be more right. You know, you, you get up that morning, you put on your Sunday best, you know, you at least that's that's been ingrained in us from the time that we were mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. old enough to to know why we were going to church. Um, yep. And and you go in and you mind your p's and q's and 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 you listen to the sermon and you go eat Sunday lunch and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's just it, everything everything is is very traditional. Um, you know, I mean, it, nothing really. Now I can remember, I would I would say that the the men and women that I grew up in church with that are the most memorable to me that that are the the people that uh, I think of and just remember the memories that 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 I had with them they were the most authentic mm-hmm. yes they, they they were the ones that they they weren't just minding this you know tra- traditional stereotype of what how you're supposed to act in church. I mean, these are, these are the, the guys that made me laugh all the time and they were, they were, you know, cutting up and, and yeah. having a good time. You know? it, it seems like maybe coming through church as a, a member of the youth group where it's, it's typically more accepted that you're a teenager, you're going to mess up, uh-huh. that the growth happens quite a bit there. But when you become an adult, it may be like, the acceptance of messing up is is not as acceptable. Joel, you mentioned uh, being in a few churches and, and the the inspiration for not for church kind of came from that. Can you talk about your experience uh, from the churches that you've been to, maybe visited, of how yeah. how that made you feel and and where that came from? Well, I think uh, you know I grew I kind of I didn't do the whole youth group thing. I I went to a, I'm originally from California and uh, Calvary Chapel is a a mega church. So, you know, whether I was there or not, nobody really, really, you know, didn't, didn't know, you know, I was there, Mm -hmm. but the, that was, you know, it was a good, it was a good, a good church. And then, um, 
then, you know, I moved to Arizona and I'd been at a church for a good 10, 10 to 15 years. And, you know, they had asked me to be the youth pastor there. And I never, I never felt right for me to do that. I think, I don't know if it was the title of pastor and feeling the weight of like that you can't mess up. And, you know, I think just like anybody, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a solid dude. Right. But like, I always felt more at home on the football field. Like I felt like that was where my ministry was. I would, I would pray with those kids. I could be my, like, I could yell at them, curse at them, encourage them and pray with them. I could do like all those things and be myself. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I was a youth pastor, I felt like I couldn't be myself because it was like, well, you know, on a, on a Saturday, you, you know, you got kids who really don't want to be there. Whereas the football kids wanted to be there. So I don't know if that was part of it too. It's like, Hey, I, I'm dealing, I'm dealing with kids who want to be here, who are you know, excited about being here. And, you know, I can make it so tough that I'll run them off anyway. So the ones that really want to be here, want to be here. And so, uh, yeah, I, I just always felt like I love the church. Don't get me wrong. Like uh, there's been a lot of criticism of the church. I love the church. I loved, I loved going to church as a teenager. Like I remember, you know, waking up on Sundays, my parents were tired and I'd knock on the door because I couldn't drive yet. It's like, Hey, let's go to church. And so it's like, okay. you know, I was the one encouraging it. So there is a deep love for church. There was this deep, you know, wanting to be there because, you know, I'm not a musical guy or anything, but you know, I enjoyed the worship, mm -hmm. the message, all, all of it. Like, it's like, Hey, there's, there's, I'm, I'm learning things here that I, that I, that I need to learn. There was all of that, but there was always that, that like my, pl my place in the building or the ministries just never never fit right like it did on the football field so it's like hey maybe maybe we need to think about outside of the church and you know what it looks like to be you know authentic because you know the church is a place for for the sick right but then it's like you know like i wouldn't say that i was really sick but like hey like you know if i was you I, the things i would say like on the timeline like that would not be acceptable it's like well you know it, you know is you think about like you know jesus cutting up and stuff like that that that's how i think of jesus like somebody had asked if you could go into any point in the bible like where would you go and it's like i'd go to the time when jesus turned the water into wine because you know he was joking and he was you know he, he was he was the life of the party you can't tell me that the guy that brought out all that wine was like you know, some kind of like wallflower or, you know, afraid to cut it up. Like, no, this, this dude was joking. I'm sure that was a great old time. Like I want to see, you know, happy Jesus, funny Jesus. We're going to go ahead and cut right there. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that like and subscribe and share with your friends. Go out and kick today in the face and we'll catch you on the next one.